welcome to Third Shot, the podcast where we are bringing the pickleball community together. You are in store for an amazing show today. We have a very special guest, but before we get to him, Uncle Greg, how are you doing today? I am doing great. Bridgie, how are you doing? I'm doing great too. It's been a great week. Russ, how are you doing? Fantastic. I love it. I'm excited. For, I'm excited for the shot. I, I, uh, I went to Trader Joe's the other day. And they they don't have they had these brandy bean things before that were so good. It was like little chocolate with like brandy inside the chocolate. And it was so good. Like I haven't had these for years. I'm going to go get them. They didn't have them. So tonight I'm having a shot of brandy in honor of those beans. Oh, that they don't in honor have of the brandy beans. Here we go. <laughs> well, you know what I'm going to have? And this will make a lot of sense later in the show. But I am going to take a shot of Honey Jack Daniels. Ah, okay. Ah. A little tease for a little later in the show there, but what are you going to drink, Bridgie? I'm having a delicious shot of warm green tea. It's cold (laughs) season. I got to keep myself healthy over here. Good for you. That was smart. Well, cheers, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. All right, so we're coming back from Thanksgiving. Did you two have a good Thanksgiving? It was great. Well, Russ is known for smoking his turkey. Yes. And he was sending me pictures, and it looked amazing. It was fantastic. It came out like much better than I expected, actually. I was very yeah, happy with you it. You were using a Traeger, weren't you? <laughs> I was. Love the Traeger. So my dad has a similar like pellet grill type thing, uh, and his intention was to smoke the turkey, Halfway through, I think something happened with the pellets or it wasn't staying hot. It was just turning off. And so we had an emergency, like run the bird into the house, put it in the (laughs) oven. So our Thanksgiving was a little delayed, um, but delicious nonetheless. That's all right. You got some of the smoke in there. Yeah, (laughs) right. (laughs) Well, I actually went down, Bridgie, as you know, I went down to your other uncle's house, Uncle B's house, and Mm -hmm. visited with the family. And we, he made an amazing turkey. He barbecued the turkey. He didn't smoke it, but he barbecued it. Came out fantastic. Beautiful, golden brown, crispy. And then afterwards, we needed to work off some turkey. So this is the first time I actually took the family out to play pickleball. This is the And, and I brought the paddles down so everybody had a paddle. And we all of us went out and played, played pickleball. And it was the first time for most of them. I love that, um, but I also hate it because I wasn't there to join in on the fun. <laughs> I was out here in Vegas, and you're in California enjoying it, um, but I did get to see the pictures. Did they have a good time? They had a great time. You know, it's it's the typical first pickleball experience that they get out there, and both uncles, you know, Uncle Steve, Uncle B, both of them have played tennis in their backgrounds, and oh. they picked up very very quickly like they were already trying to slice the ball and they're trying to do (laughs) do some you know more advanced pickleball strokes already on their first time and and you know we're in the car going back to the house afterwards and they're going oh yeah i I could get good at this i want to Greg, when are you coming back down with those paddles? We're going we're gonna to have to play this again, right? This is Don't wait until Christmas to bring the paddles back. We're going to go play. So, yeah, they're excited to our next, our next time out. I think it might be in the next couple of weeks. That's amazing. I love hearing it. Um, and what the heck? Like, why are my uncles all so athletic? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> Where does this talent come from? 
Well, and the fun part about it is I got to bring Sydney out as well. And she's played pickleball a couple of times with her friends over at uh, Davis. And she got out there and was starting to stroke it. And okay. At the beginning, she was having a challenge getting her serve in. And by the end of the, you know, hour and a half or two hours that we played, she was getting every serve in. It was, it was fantastic. Good for her. See, pickleball just really like hooks you in as soon as you start playing. Yeah. Now you guys had your own little pickleball match, didn't you? <laughs> we did. And it was a little bit more um, MacGyvered together, I guess you can say. So uh, my family had these giant um, brown like moving boxes sitting in my parents' um, foyer or like the entryway into their house. And so we set them up like a net or just in a line really to separate two sides of the entryway. And we got my uncle's girlfriend involved because she was saying how much she's been wanting to start playing as well. So this was her first look at pickleball, which is not accurate by any means, but still fun. <laughs> you mean playing inside the foyer of your mother's house is not accurate pickleball? <laughs> I mean, I guess it's beginner mode, right? Baby steps. And then we'll take them to the court. <laughs> Hitting so, over all the Amazon boxes. <laughs> yep. Amazon boxes, um, Christmas decorations were in those boxes and um, we you know, had our paddles. My nephew, who's five, was also there and getting some touches into. Um, that's fun for him because that ball just like bounces off every single wall and the ceiling and he thinks it's such a good time. Well, I got to ask, did anybody hit it in the kitchen? Uh, but I'm bummed. <laughs> I, had to, I had to go there. I had to go there. <laughs> I get it. I get it. That's funny. <laughs> Well, that sounds like fun. And my other daughter was joining you, which I really appreciate you having her over for Thanksgiving. So she got to hang out with family and got her pickleball in. She did. Yes. And she's gone out to the courts with me before here in Vegas. And so she was already expert mode, but you know, the, the net looked a little different this time. You know what amazes me about her? So she's naturally left-handed. Uh, both my daughters are actually naturally left-handed, but when I went out and played pickleball with her, she was ambidextrous. Whichever side the ball came to, she switched hands and was hitting it either right-handed forehand or left-handed forehand. And nobody Dang. ever told her how to do that. It's just naturally her brain was just hitting right-hand, left-hand, right-hand, left-hand. Didn't matter which way you hit it, she was going to have a forehand. And I thought, wow, that's pretty cool. I wish I could do that. Yeah. See what I'm saying? This All of my relatives just <laughs> naturally gifted. <laughs> well, you are naturally gifted. I mean, you are an athlete all the years watching you grow up. I mean, what, what, what did you play? You played what? Softball, soccer, softball, soccer, track, track. I mean, we played yeah. kickball together. We, you know, we, we flag football. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we played well, your flag football team. Didn't you guys win? Like what was the competition you guys won? Yeah. I don't want to brag or anything, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm bragging for you. I'm asking you. I'm just kidding. Um, Way back when it was a regional tournament. So our intramural co-rec team um, won the championship game at UNLV and then they funded us to go to regionals. Um, and I think that was at UCLA and we ended up winning a seat to nationals, but it was in Florida and broke college students. We couldn't get ourselves there. Well, let's just say you were the champion. You finished champions, right? Right, yeah, regional <laughs> champion of flag football. <laughs> well, uh, 
we could talk all night about how well uh, you have performed on the athletic scene because you are very athletic. I don't know what you're talking about the rest of your family because <laughs> you are one of the stars of the family when it comes to sports. But we have a segment that we always learn more. We help Russ because he's yeah. still getting into the still getting into games. So we want we want to help Russ here to learn more. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, over I had you guys over on my podcast and I asked a bunch of questions. Uh, and one thing that I, I didn't ask, because, you know, I'm new to this whole pickleball thing. Right. Like when I go out there, I, I don't want to be a, a dinker because I'm not in your family. So, you know, I, I'm not going to be the best, but I hear this thing about uh, dinkers. I don't know if it's a good thing, a bad thing. What's a dinker? Well, first of all, you are one of our family. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. Good. So does you, that, you, does you that enhance my sports just because you said that? Your athleticism <laughs> increased by five points. Yeah. Nice. Nice. And, and and you know because we're third shot, if you're gonna dink, you need to dink responsibly. So okay, that, I got to get that out of the way. Also. Okay. But, <laughs> but you do want to be a dinker because oh, you do want to be a dinker. Okay, so it's a good a thing. Dinker. It okay. is a good thing because it's a major part of the game of pickleball is dinking. And I, I just think it's funny they call it dinking because, you know, pickleball has, I mean, just the name pickleball is fun. And I think dinking is fun, right? So dinking is basically hitting the ball softly over the net. So it lands in, and we were talking about this earlier, lands in the opponent's kitchen. Okay, uh, and so okay. that's like just barely lobbing it over the net into their kitchen, and that's called a dink. There's a whole bunch of – it's a finesse shot. There's a whole bunch of different strategies on whether you should dink cross-court or down the line. And sometimes when you dink down the line, people will do an Ernie on you and slam the ball back in your face because they're jumping across the corner of the kitchen. Anyway, it gets pretty advanced there. Uh, but <laughs> – don't scare him off. It's a good thing. You want a dink. <laughs> Richie's okay, a dinker. Okay. I'm a dinker. It just sounds it sounds like a bad thing. I didn't know that it was a good thing. So I, I'm I'm gonna be a, a proud should I get a dinker shirt? Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah, we gotta look for right. some type All of right, sponsor gonna, to get you a dinking shirt. We're gonna we're gonna work on <laughs> <Big> that. <time> dinker. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for helping me uh learn learn more over here. I'm always learning more on my podcast and on this podcast, I'm always learning a bunch as well. What's coming up next? Well, we have a very special guest. Um, we have the CEO of Rain and Win, also known as Raw, the pickleball paddle company. And uh, Gregory Storm will be joining us when we come back from break. Can't wait for you guys to meet him. Rain and Win Pickleball is here. Welcome to the revolution of raw carbon fiber pickleball paddles. It's the future to help you rain and win above all the rest. The T700 raw carbon fiber provides you maximum grit, which produces amazing amounts of spin with awesome power and control. There are four models, the Hive, Super Hive, and the Grill that all have a long handle of 5.75 inches for all those tennis players coming on to the pickleball scene. The Excluder model is an elongated version with long of power and spin. Rain and Wind gives you a portion back to every paddle they sell to local bee farmers to help raise awareness of saving our pollinators and education about bees. Purchase paddles at www.rainandwindpickleball.com and use code RAIN10 for a discount of 10% off. So let the paddles speak for themselves. Let's Rain and Wind.
Welcome back to Third Shot. If you haven't already done so, start following our show on Instagram and Facebook. It's super easy. Just search for Third Shot Podcast or for Twitter, search for at Third Shot Pod. Bridgie and I are super excited to be joined by Gregory Storm, the CEO of Rain and Wind Pickleball, also known as Raw. We'll get to that story in a little bit, but welcome, Gregory. How's it going? How's it going out there, guys? It's going good. Bridgie? It's good, and we are so excited to have you on our show to learn more about your product, Rain and Win. But yeah. first, awesome. before we get started, you know the tradition here, Gregory. We're doing our shot to get the segment started, so cheers, everyone. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Here's my jigsaw. Salute. 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 <laughs> so special guest, Gregory Storm. With Third Shot Podcast, we do kind of like to hear um, everybody's pickleball story, how they got started, how long you've been playing. Um, so can you share with us where this love and passion for pickleball has come from for you? I'll tell you what, Brizzy, it's, um, it's been a long haul. You know, um, I moved from Lauderdale over to Naples, um, didn't have much to do as a hairstylist for quite some time, still am. Um, but, um, you know, uh, I, I learned, uh, my, I went home to Rochester, New York and I picked up the game up there and I said, what's this pickleball? I said, I don't know what this is, but I came back to Naples, Florida. And, um, as you know, that's the Mecca destination right now yeah, uh, for the U S open. Right. Um, but, uh, I still didn't find the pickleball there. And all of a sudden a guy came into the salon with a pickleball shirt on and I said, Hey, where are you playing pickleball? He says, around the corner. I said, no way. I, I looked for it. But um, ever since then, I mean, I met Kyle Yates, uh, big time in the pickleball. Um, his family, they're, they're top referees uh, right now on the APP or the PPA circuit. So, um, you know, I got in with a good bunch early and now look at the, I watched those courts uh, grow from nothing. So it's a massive facility now, as you guys know, uh, the U.S. Open in Naples, Florida. It's gorgeous. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. So you also do a little coaching, right? I am I am a tournament director here in St. Pete. I kind of got bored of Naples, to be honest with you. But uh, <laughs> so I moved up here about four years ago, and um, uh, I didn't have my advanced pickleball. You know, I play I play pro on the circuit. I play. Uh, you know, I travel a lot with it. Um, so yeah, I just got back from Houston, Texas. I did a lot of boot camps. We're doing um, very busy tournament directing. That gets very busy uh, running tournaments. I did. I, I actually give back to NAMI, which is a mental health organization for every tournament that I run, which is is pretty cool to do. Um, I'm all about giving back and trying to help uh, with pickleball to give back, if that makes sense. Uh, to use pickleball as a tool to give back to different organizations that are going to do good, especially with COVID and all that. You know, a lot of people are very uh, kind of sheltered for a couple of years, right? Yeah, right. And I, kudos to you and what you're doing with pickleball involved with that. And so it sounds like everything that you touch with pickleball has something to do with giving back to the community, which is what we see with your current company, Rain and Win. Um, can you share a little bit more about how that got started and what it contributes to the community? Yeah, definitely. Um, so rain and win is, um, you know, uh, really just, I thought about, you know, how much, um, 
I'm really into honey, right? So local honey, I have bad allergies, the whole thing, right? So, I mean, <laughs> um, the bee thing, we we're, our bees are being decimated, you know. Um, they're our pollinators for our food. You know, without those bees, um, we're in big trouble, guys. So um, I just thought as far as like a, a honeycomb paddle, you know, all the paddles are made out of honeycomb, right? Propylene, stuff like that. Um, but I wanted a raw carbon surface, you know, Um on those paddles. Cause that's the, that's the technology of pickleball right now for paddles. Right. So right. I just think combining the bees, um, into the, the paddle concept was just an awesome idea and to team up with local bee farmers and to give back whatever it might be from each paddle sale, uh, could go, we'll go to uh, local bee farmers to help them, um, you know, with their hives and stuff like that. So our models are, are different names, you know, they're all based on, uh, you know, a hive, you know, so it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. So yeah, we're giving back. That is so cool, Gregory. I'm just curious, like what made you want to start a pickleball paddle company i mean there's one thing about loving the game of pickleball and playing <laughs> and coaching and then there's another thing is like i'm gonna start a company and actually create and build paddles yeah so definitely not a not wasn't a big fan of that at all <laughs> <laughs> not at all you know because i mean uh there's i talked to a guy today um 380 paddle companies out there manufacturing paddles right now on the USAPA website. So, I mean, it's just um, going to grow in 2023. So I said, you know what? I, mean, I have a lot of students. Um, I want something um, that I can create that I feel good about having. My, I've been with a lot of different companies, Selker, Gearbox. Um, I've just kind of taken everything that I've kind of learned by being sponsored by those companies and just developing my own brand. And I thought maybe giving back was definitely a good, um, a good tie in. Yeah, absolutely. And so it's a local, uh, bee farm. Is that right? Uh, that you're giving correct. back to? Noble Nectar. Yeah. Apries. Very cool. Uh, they actually, um, they save a lot of bees. Um, they, they actually do a lot of, uh, saving of the bees uh and they relocate them back to their hives they actually i'm really big into art so they actually have some of their hives located on the fine arts museum uh rooftop down here in saint pete so isn't that cool that's super cool so what what is you know do the companies that you give back to the bee farmers what do they actually do with those funds are they just trying to save the bees are they putting out more farms for them what do they use the money for yeah, I think to, to build more hives so they can relocate these bees that they save from, you know, uh, basically people come in and, you know, they, they need to get bees out of their houses because they're, you know, they're being invaded, right? So um, they'll take the bees, save the bees, bring them back to their hives and create the honey from that. So I think it's, it just basically goes into new hives. Um, they have a honey business where I don't know if you guys remember uh, – like the milkmen would go around and deliver milk right to the door. Sure. So they have a concept where they deliver honey to the door. Uh, you leave your empty bottle out by your door and uh, they'll recycle and leave a new one every month by your door. Isn't that cool? Yeah, that's super cool. You think they would ship this all the way out to Las Vegas? <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> but maybe not. I don't know. You know, but, um, you know, there's more than just one company that I will support, you know, it's just in whatever it is, you know, um, I think giving back is important. Well, I definitely want to learn a little bit more about the paddles, but we do have to take a quick break. 
And when we come back, um, we're going to dig into some of the cool paddles that Rain and Wind has that um, are all kind of around the whole hive and bee concept. So when we get back, we will talk more about Rain and Wind paddles. Rain and Wind Pickleball is here. Welcome to the revolution of raw carbon fiber pickleball paddles. It's the future to help you rain and win above all the rest. The T700 raw carbon fiber provides you maximum grit, which produces amazing amounts of spin with awesome power and control. There are four models, the Hive, Super Hive, and the Drill that all have a long handle of 5.75 inches for all those tennis players coming on to the pickleball seat. The Excluder model is an elongated version with long of power and spin. Rain and Wind gives you a portion back to every paddle they sell to local bee farmers to help raise awareness of saving our pollinators and education about bees. Purchase paddles at www.rainandwindpickleball.com and use code RAIN10 for discount of 10% off. So let the paddles speak for themselves. Let's rain and win. Thanks for coming back to Third Shot. The podcast that brings the pickleball community together. Richie, I don't think I mentioned our website, but uh, for people that haven't gone to our website website yet, check out thirdshotpodcast.com for our latest episodes, blogs about pickleball, our photo gallery, tournament schedules, and a lot more. Uh, but let's get back to Gregory. But before we get started with this segment, this is our favorite segment of the show because we all get to take our... Third, Third shot. shot. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Woo. So, Gregory, um, you know, you had mentioned that you have the theme, right? The bee theme, the hive theme going through your paddles. Tell everybody a little bit about the, the selection that you have at Rain and Wind. Sure. Yeah, we've got um, four models out there right now. Um, we have a 14 millimeter super high paddle which is has an elongated uh, paddle handle on it and um, it's got the raw carbon uh, Tory t700 carbon fiber surface on that uh, very popular paddle has a gold edge on it uh, kind of matches really nice with uh, the B theme uh, our logo is pretty cool and um, yeah that paddle is really popular right now also um, so there's three models that are really the sim uh, the similarity shape. Okay, so those will be in a, uh, the hive family. We also have a drone hive, which is all white right now. Uh, that is also a carbon fiber, long handle. Um, it's good for those people that are coming in from tennis. A lot of tennis players are coming into the game right now, and they like to do a double backhand. So that longer handle uh, will give them that uh, that feature. Uh, we do have a vibration uh, tech control on that, so people don't get um, hurt on their arm there. So, um, you know, that kind of that tennis elbow that people get and complain about, we have some technology that uh, does not allow that elbow pain. So it's kind of neat, too. Um, also, um, noise compliance. We've made these paddles, so they're kind of they're they're not as loud. They are they are compliant with a lot of, as you know, there's a lot of pickleball courts that are being lost right now because of people don't like the noise. Have you heard of that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, that, <laughs> yeah. so that feature is, is in our paddles as well. So it's almost like a silencer in the paddles. Kind of cool. Um, but that's the drone hive. It's all white. It's got some spray grit on it. Super gritty. Lots of spin. 
control, that's a 16 millimeter. There's also the hive, the regular hive, which is also 16 millimeter, same shape, control paddle. If we go back to that super hive, that 14 millimeters is going to give you a lot of power coming off that guy. So also our fourth model is the excluder, which is named after the hive. There's a queen bee excluder, believe it or not, Uncle Greg. Oh, I didn't know that. So I was actually going to ask you, where did the excluder name come from? It's a a queen bee reference? A queen bee excluder is a slot where it does not allow that queen bee to come up into that, the super hive. The super hive is actually where they collect the honey. How cool is that? Really? And then the drone hive, which is the white paddle. What do you think a drone bee does? You guys know? It scouts for flowers. Oh, that's not bad. Guess what? They're Uh all males, Bridgie. Oh, I had no idea. (laughs) What do you think their one purpose is? Looking for the queen? (laughs) (laughs) Typical. They only only mate. Isn't that crazy? They're lazy. They only (laughs) mate. Their one purpose is to mate. But anyways, um, the excluder is uh, uh, more of an Invictus shape, a shorter handle on that one. Um, And that is a 13 millimeter paddle also with that carbon fiber Tori T700 for lots of spin, grit. Again, a power paddle with a 13 millimeter, right? Because of the thickness of that paddle. Um, so again, think of them maybe in a uh, Selkirk Invicta shape or a Gearbox uh, CX-14 shape, something like that. But uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're all doing really well. Everyone likes white right now. I don't know why, but yeah. They're, <laughs> they're, they're a same shape, same shape. Hey, that one's got a hole in it though. I don't know. I think I saw Tyson McGuffin break one of those in a tournament a week ago. <laughs> yeah. I, well, this um, noise canceling technology, though, and we've talked about this in earlier episodes. Oh, really? Um, a park near Uncle's house, actually, they had to cut down their, their public play due to the noise complaints in this neighborhood. So it's definitely something that's needed with any paddles that are coming out now, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know a place in Niagara Falls. They got they've got uh, shut down for two years in a legal battle. They can't use their, the brand new courts there. They can't use them for two years because of the noise uh, compliance. So yeah. I I am more of a control player, but I struggle with like generating more power. Which one of your paddles would you recommend for me? I I don't really have a problem spinning the ball. I come from a tennis background, so I can naturally kind of spin it a lot. But I want to like I want to generate some power. Which which paddle should I use? Well, I see that power error there. So are you having too much power with that paddle or are you getting any touch on that? <laughs> well, I don't want to say anything about that. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> no, I'm actually, okay, no. So, so, total, total, total honesty yeah. here. I love that paddle. Good. I, I am Good. doing really well. That's the latest paddle that I started playing with. And it has kind of done the trick for me because it is generating the power I'm looking for. Plus it still spins like crazy. So I am having a good time with that paddle. Good. Yeah. um, I would say the 14 millimeter super high for you, um, but you have a tennis background, right? Yeah, absolutely. So you would love that longer handle Um, again, or that 13 millimeter excluder. I think that excluder is um, a little bit more of a singles paddle, um, but why is that? I just think because of uh, just the, the lengthier body of the paddle versus and has that shorter handle. So you got to think about the same shape that you the paddle you just held up um, is going to be, um, you know, the shape of the excluder. 
Um, okay. I would say that. Okay. Yeah. You, you mentioned that the long handle for two-handed backhands. Do you play with a two-handed backhand? And, and do you recommend two-handed, you know, when you're coaching, do you recommend a two-handed versus one-handed? I'll tell you what, Uncle Greg, I got a lot of drills out there with a two-handed backhand uh, from dinking to uh, transition zone to a uh, third shot drop with a two ba- two-handed backhand. I've seen a lot of, uh, basically a lot of people are using a two-handed backhand in that transition zone. So yes, I do. Um, not as much. I'm more of that kind of that cutter or that slicer. I love doing that. I have a backhand serve that I just love slicing out and that, that, that ball, when it falls, just just cuts out. It's nice to generate points on serves, isn't it? It sure is. (laughs) Makes for a fast game. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I, so, okay. so since you mentioned that, I'm sorry to interrupt, Bridgie, but you're fine. I, I've been I've been going back and forth on that on that subject because you know a lot of people say, "Hey, just get the serve in, don't do anything fancy, and you know get the point started, and you know whatever, right?" And then to me, I kind of think of it exactly like you just said. Wouldn't it be nice to get some free points off your serve? So I've been kind of practicing hitting a really aggressive serve recently. And I don't get it in every time, but when I do, it's, it's really challenging for the opponent to control the return. So what's your philosophy on that? Um, you know, when, every time I come to, every time I go to a boot camp, I, I really do start off with uh, serves and returns. I think it's super important. That's where the game starts. A lot of people don't understand that, um, by keeping people back is, is really what we need to do, you know? Um, so I think even a lobby serve deep is pushing people back off the line. Right. And if that's, if that's happening, then you, you're creating maybe a faulty, um, you know, return, which is coming short and guess what you're doing coming in hot, aren't you? Yep. So, so either way, if it's a lobby deep return, or a mixed up kind of a, a slice or a hard spinny serve, you know, it's a good to mix it up. I think. It's good advice. And now I, I am like itching to get myself out and practice my serves. Cause I'm the one that's like consistently same spot just drops and they can return it, but I'm going to have to switch it up now. Yeah. Uh, you'd be surprised. Um, a lot of people struggle uh, hitting, just serves going, yeah, putting it in play and there you go. Right. But I mean, if you're drawing somebody in on a, on a short serve, that's not good, you know, um, because they're already halfway in and they're, they're getting to the kitchen line. Where do we win the point guys? At the kitchen. Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> so certified. I better know the non-volley zone versus the kitchen. Right. <laughs> right. So uncle had asked earlier what type of paddle would be good for him. And, you know, he's been playing for about a year now, but for those who are just getting into the game, um, what's the best type of paddle to look for? Cause there's so many options out there that it sometimes could be overwhelming. Absolutely. So you're asking, uh, within our, within our brand, within our brand. Yeah. Within your brand, we want people to buy these raw paddles, right? I do too. Yeah. I mean, they're already getting out there, but we need some Las Vegas ambassadors Um, (laughs) (laughs) or even, even uh, Northern Cal. Um, But (laughs) you got it. um, You know, the touch paddle on that 16 millimeter on both those hives are just, I would say that those 16 millimeters, uh, they go pretty fast. Those, uh, the, um, 
the drone hive and just the hive. I mean, I've, uh, we're going to the, we're taking the paddle brand to, um, the first pickleball expo in West Palm this weekend. So that's going to be a really good show for us. Uh, you know, it's actually, you know, the first pickleball trade show. I mean, that's awesome. Right. So, um, we're excited to be there. Um, you know, and it's just you're gonna see a lot of people demoing and trying the paddles. There's also a duper waterfall tournament that I'll be participating in as well. There's a fashion show. Um, but I would say, coming back to your question, definitely that 16 millimeter for definitely for you because that paddle, that white paddle, that the drone is so sexy right now, Bridgie. You, you'd love it. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> Sign you up. You're signed up. It's on its way. Yes. Hey, I'm curious because I also been waffling with the idea of depending on the conditions of the weather, like wind or the type of player I'm playing against, would you ever switch up the paddle that you that you use or do you just get comfortable with one paddle and use the same one over and over? That's a great question because guess what? The other day it got was super windy, super cold in the morning and um, I brought out the drone hive, which is the white one. And um, I just wanted some touch with the guys, you know, and trying to hit some third shot drops, which I love so much, you know. Um, that's my favorite shot, guys. I got to be honest with you. It's not the third shot drive or the third shot lob. It's a third shot drop. So I uh, just want you to let you know that. Um, but um, it was really windy and um, the control on, on the 16 millimeter, I was having some struggle with that in the wind. So I switched to the 14 millimeter super hive and uh, felt a lot more comfortable. Cool. Cool. Yeah, yeah that's definitely that. good to know. Oh, yeah. So for people that want to get in touch with uh, Rain and Wind and look into your paddles, what's the best way for them to reach out to you and, and check out all the different paddles you have? Sure. It's going to be uh, rainandwindpickleball.com. Pretty easy to remember, I think. Um, you know, we're, if you just Google search us, you'll find us. We're out there. So rainandwindpickleball.com is, is where we're at. Um, you'll find us. And I just want to let everybody know it's rain, R-E-I-G-N, not rain like the raindrops. We're going to rain and win these Queen competitions. Rain. Yes, right. exactly. You're going to rain above and win, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and also on the website, I did see that you have an ambassador program. Is that still going on? Yeah. So you guys can reach out there as well. Um, there's a, a, a fill out form there. If, um, you know, if we kind of like each other, then we can kind of be friends, you know, there. But, um, <laughs> you know, uh, definitely looking for some, um, you know, for some some team ambassadors, uh, court dealers. Um, you know, our brand's already out in Hawaii right now. So that's very cool. It's in Houston, Texas right now. Very big in Houston, Rochester, New York. Uh, Florida, we're really starting to take over down here too. So very excited. But yeah, we'd like to get in those other states with some uh, some some ambassadors there. So feel free to reach out uh, there as well. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show with us today. Absolutely, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks so much, Gregory. And thank you for joining us at Third Shot, where Bridgie and I will continue to share our pickleball journey. A special thanks to Gregory Storm at Rain and Wind Pickleball for joining us today. Go check out all the raw paddles at uh, their website, and we'll have a link at our site, thirdshotpodcast.com. While you're there, please share your pickleball stories, and who knows, we might ask you to be a guest on the show. Support this show by subscribing, and we promise to have more amazing guests just like Gregory in the future. 
Let's continue to share our enjoyment for the game and grow the pickleball community. See you next time on Third Shot Podcast.